Welcome back to another edition of Birds of a Feather. It's your girl, AJ the Suburban Princess. Couldn't stay away long. Doesn't seem to be too many apps that record this clear, but the problem is I can't seem to be able to do a, a team show and have it clearly come through since the last few episodes of the co-ed edition with my boy Eddie Barksdale, who is having a great time, I'm assuming, landing in Mexico for his vacation. So God bless you, Ed. I'm sure by the time you hear this broadcast, you're probably one, going to be shocked that I recorded without you, but then two, probably uh, grateful that I even mentioned your name and put your business out there that you're on vacation. (laughs) But anyway, what's up? Enjoy and be safe and uh, just come back in one piece. Um, the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because not only because I'm, I missed recording and venting, it's just since the first week of the NFL and the whole scuffle buffle over the whole Mike Scott situation, I had time to refresh on the fact that, you know, Philly sports gets a really bad rap, but sometimes we do deserve it. And I think especially as someone who's new to tailgating and and had my first experience with not only being tardy to the party, but uh, not seeming to be anywhere near the action uh, that erupted that day. Um, My last podcast, I was pretty tight about it because, you know, I have a massive crush on Mike Scott from the 76ers. But in, in honesty, it's good to see that he was able to defend himself, but also explain that as You know, just as a normal guy, he's not asking for fights. He's not looking to start anything. I think he just learned the hard way why it's important not to walk around with the opposite team jersey and not expect people to mess with you. But if people really know their sports and some people just don't do basketball, um, they wouldn't have really taken it there like they did. But both parties were wrong. And at at the end of the day, the situation pretty much nullified itself and Mike has moved on as well as the other guys involved. Um, Thank God nothing, you know, disciplinary had to come towards Mike's way on the Sixers side. And, you know, other than maybe a couple guys getting a little dingers, um, I don't really think it was a a really bad day. Um, At the end of the day, the Eagles won. Redskins lost, but they gave them pretty good competition in the beginning. And since then, my Eagles are now three and two atop of the NFC East. Now, the problem is they're still tied with the Cowboys, and that could change after this weekend. Um, Philly is now going to be away for all three games this month in October, which is kind of scary because, you know, Carson himself hasn't really played Minnesota in Minnesota, unless I'm wrong in that. I'm some Somebody will f- fact check me because I'm not a big fact checker, but I know I haven't really seen Carson <clears throat> under center in many I don't know, since Nick Foles was gone. So if he has played Minnesota, I know the last game it was home and it was not a very good showing. In fact, it was that last year um, Carson uh, started where his back was becoming an issue. And it showed in that game because just a lot of crazy things seemed to pop off at that game. And and they ended up losing like they seemed to be losing a lot of those games that year uh, post-Super Bowl. And it just shows you how long it took for Carson to really 100% get back into the form that he's starting to uh, develop now again. And it's funny because Carson's already been banged around since the Saints game. But I do think that him alone standing upright um, by the end of December around his birthday 
will probably be the blessing of this whole season. I mean, at this point, wins or losses, I just want to see Carson standing upright and protected well for the next uh, road trips that are ahead. Um, Sometimes this O-line has a tendency to be disappointing. Um, I wasn't a fan of bringing Jason Peters back, but he has actually stepped up a lot this year. Um, Most of the, the play calling that has gone wrong has mostly been on the offensive side, whereas defense, the obvious issues have been the issues that have constantly been there, which is cornerback. And we seem to have the same people injured, Sidney Jones. And Avante Maddox was a newer injury, which slowly he's getting better, but he's walking around with a neck brace because he has a slight crack in his neck. Um, But he'll be better and hopefully by November, uh, Avante will get back to his his form. Uh, Injuries have hurt only because it's hurt certain people that have been long awaited to return like Deshaun Jackson, who recently is nursing a very quiet and kept injury that probably means it is not as good as it seems, but I seem to have faith that if he's been staying off of it since uh, the second week or first week game, it means that he's smart enough to know at his age now what his body can take and what his body can't. Um, his massive injuries that I remember even was that he had had a concussion when he was the Eagle the first time. And then also, um, he's had issues with hamstrings when he was a Redskin and then when he went to Tampa Bay. So I always expected it to be a hamstring issue with him constantly, but it seems this time around, it's more of an abdominal strain slash sports hernia, uh, slight tear, which is apparently what it became officially put out as. Uh, as of a couple weeks ago, which doesn't sound good if he was contemplating surgery, but knowing that he's older and it takes longer to heal when you're dealing with muscles and stuff like that, I think he was willing to risk it, which to me is smart, but not smart as long as he knows exactly what the play is and he can perform it and then be given some rest in between the next snap. So if he, if we've kind of have to treat him like Embiid, you know, where Embiid's even in the Sixers are now in preseason and Embiid's not even playing the second game because they don't want to run him down early, um, then so be it. I'm just glad Deshaun is back. Um, it's just good to have familiar people back. But the problem is it's still not solving the lack of wide receiver competition that is out there because right now Nelly has kind of slowly mentally resorted back to the Nelly of old where he wasn't catching the ball consistently and he doesn't seem to be able to get the separation that he normally would get if there was um, a stronger wide receiver out to help him besides Alshon and Alshon's never really been known for uh, separation as much as just known for you know jumping up and stretching those long arms and getting them hands around the ball so right now the Eagles are struggling again with identity but I think it's only because there's been so many moving parts due to early injuries And I think that is something that, to me, I think it will be shaken out at least before December, if not post Thanksgiving, if not before or after Thanksgiving, because I just feel like a lot of these injuries kind of happened in preseason, if not training camp that lingered. And some guys are just now feeling, um, feeling the effects of it. And so I think a lot of stuff probably secretly was going to happen, especially with Deshaun. But I think with Avante, that was just not a not a convenient, especially because it was his own player. I mean, Sandejo couldn't pull up in time and popped him in the head. So luckily it wasn't anything major, major, but he seems like he's walking around and 
hanging out with uh, Dallas Goddard, his roomie, a lot. So they were just at the recent Flyers game and he's still noticeably walking around gingerly with his brace. Um, but I'm sure, at least I pray come November, uh, Avante will be free of the brace and be able to freely move his neck again. Um, luckily, a lot of these haven't been really season-ending injuries, but it's just as annoying because with Sidney Jones going through yet another ham hamstring issue, if not mental uh, issue with his, with his uh, body, I just feel like at some point, ooh, Patriots just doinked a field goal. Um, I just feel like at some point, um, it's going to be obvious to most people that all the all the tentative issues that are going on right now are not really going to um, they're not going to really determine the future of this squad because I think the difference this year with these Eagles is that they've pretty much been through all the down stuff, you know, the injuries that have held them back. The only thing that's different now is they have a little bit more depth than they did the year before the Super Bowl, because I think every time that someone went down a couple of seasons ago, there was no one really of equal talent to measure up. I think now the defense is starting to make use of uh, a lot of the defensive ends, you know, in in lieu of Chris Long, who won't be coming back as much as we'd love him to. I think now uh, uh, Josh Sweat is starting to find himself. Um, Derek Barnett's been having a really shaky beginning. I, I personally never thought he was that bad, but it seemed like a lot of fans were convinced that he wasn't going to uh, come back from his shoulder injury and show any kind of promise. I just feel like you have a lot of changing parts now with the defensive. Fletch has been healing from his foot injury. Um, they brought back uh, Timmy, but then Timmy broke a part of his foot, <laughs> and now he's probably out for another month. So there's just been a constant, inconsistent uh, roster going on on both sides of the ball. So that is what's holding these Eagles back. But to me, that still doesn't spell they can't hang in there by the end of the season. I mean, I think if anything, I still say 12 and 4 and 11 and 5 is doable. But it just comes down to results and whether the talent that is um, playing backup can hold. We'll see. But that's what keeps the NFL really exciting, no? Um, and other than that, I just wanted to say as much as I love to podcast from time to time or just vent my feelings, it's been a very trying week for me this week. And I started to realize there were a lot of things that in life we have to prioritize. And I think it's time for me to make a really drastic change career wise. And for anybody who has listened to my podcast before, um, I've been told that I have a gift of gab and I've also been told that I look good on camera. So I really feel like there's going to be things with birds of a feather that I might be using as kind of a soundboard. So if any of you like my show or anything or that I have to say, please let me know through Twitter, girlyvirgo78, and I'd greatly appreciate the feedback. Thanks for listening to Birds of a Feather. I'll be back with another episode. Take care.